How's it going, Chief? What's going on? Not too much, Chief. What are you up to, Chief? Uh, same old, same old. How about how you? Your, how was your weekend, Chief? Ah, uh, pretty, pretty nuts. How about you? Not too bad, Chief. Take a look at any houses <laughs> this weekend, Chief. <laughs> Should we just cut to the chase and have me say, "Stop calling me Chief"? Now it's on. <laughs> Good job. Do you want to know what your prize is for winning? Uh, please stop calling me Chief. What's my prize? Is it a deli plate? No, I don't have a deli plate for you, sorry. Uh, what I got for you, though, is we have officially reached 1,000 downloads. What? Yeah, we did it. No way. Now, granted, that's every episode. So This is a milestone. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, maybe not a milestone, but, you know, hey. I mean, we have people listening. I would say probably like 100 or me, but, you know. <laughs> That's that's partially one of the reasons I uploaded that short little trailer requesting people to reach out to us yesterday because I wanted to hit a thousand before we recorded this. <laughs> You're all pawns in my game. Um, but yeah, so we have, we have surpassed 1,000 downloads of the Clone Cast. Yeah, and that was a nice uh, teaser for the lore cast. Yeah. Um, so your prize was that information uh, for winning. Please stop calling me chief. That is amazing. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, how's the weekend going, Chief? I'll stop. Oh, just same old house stuff. It was crazy. It's crazy. We got to stop. It's driving us insane. Yeah, maybe just step away from it for a little bit. uh, Decompress. I've told you. I've I've told you, but for everyone else's knowledge, we put in an offer for 40K over asking and still lost out. That's pretty rough. It's Um, nuts. At that point, you know, maybe just wait for the market to inevitably collapse and just that's, yeah. be, become a shark, I guess, you know? Yeah, that's um, that's kind of what, we, what we've what we decided to do. Unless, like, uh, unless this house pops up that's, like, checks every single one of the boxes. But we went and saw a house afterward, after we lost that one, and we were like, what are we, we going to have to bid 80K over asking in order to win a house? It's ridiculous. Yeah, what's even the point at that point? You might as well just keep renting then. Um, yeah. When your mortgage is getting that high. Like the the thing is like, you know, buying a house, like with the way rental prices are going, like it's if you can get in a house right now, it's probably actually cheaper than getting in an apartment. Like that's how bad things are. Yeah. The housing market, like it's all fucked. Like it, the whole, the whole system is completely fucked at this point. So you know it's appealing in that sense of buying a house but at the same time houses are going for so much more than they're actually going to be worth in like two years when this fucking thing collapses because it will collapse you know we have a financial collapse like every 10 years so we're due for one anytime now um we've had the natural covid one but we'll have i guarantee you it's gonna you know it'll just also just fall apart whatever well and i think I i think i did inadvertently kind of uh light a fire under my dad that may make my little brother homeless, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, my, my, when my dad moved in with his fiance, uh, my little brother just kind of took over his house. And my dad offered to sell it to him, but I don't think my my little brother wanted the headache. So he was just like, mm-hmm. whatever, I'll just pay your rent. Um, but your old now, place where you used to live? Yeah, my dad's okay. old place. Um and so, like, my brother's been living there with a couple of roommates, and my brother's been, like, the pseudo, like, uh, 
like building manager, but he's been like collecting rent and doing all of that stuff. But like once I've told my dad how much, how inflated the housing market is, all of a sudden my dad's like, holy shit, I got to think about like what oh, to no. do with Aaron so I can sell my house. <laughs> so he's trying to make a... Might make a pretty penny, and that's going to leave a little broham out on the street. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, maybe it's time for him to just buy the spot from your dad. Yeah, well, that too. Doesn't he have a girlfriend? Yeah, you know. Yeah, go yeah, figure get, something out. Get married, loser. Um, yeah, either that or uh, we, we. My dad threw out the idea like, oh, when you and Bree buy a house, you can just you know, if you get a studio above a garage, Aaron can live with you guys for a little bit. Jesus Christ! Shut <laughs> up, Dad. <laughs> He was Jeez. half joking when he said oh. that. I wouldn't was he? care. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, He's funny. Um, <laughs> What's going on with you? Oh, not much. You know, just the usual stuff. Um, been reading. I finished our little podcast book. I didn't glean much from it, but just a little bit of stuff that we can probably apply to our podcast. I read a book uh, for those who don't know. It's by the McElroy brothers who run uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is a successful comedy podcast. And it's just like the basics. Like a lot of it I already knew, but uh, there was some like stuff in like the later chapters, more advanced things that I think we can probably put to use. More minor things, but um, to make this just a just a hair more professional. Just a hair. Just two two dudes just screwing around with microphones. Yeah. Well, I think I am going to upgrade the mics again. Here in the home studio. Eventually. What? Better yeah, than the Yeti? So, well, the Yeti is really cool for this, for remote. But when we get together, we have to do that uh, multi-directional, which is yeah. fine. It doesn't suck. Like, it's way better than uh, the other time we tried to do live. And, you know, it works. But it's not perfect. So what I want to ultimately do is train, uh, go to an XLR recording where we'll both have our own studio mics. For, gotcha, when we're, yeah. for when we're doing it in person. For remote, I'm still going to use the Yeti. I like the Yeti a lot. It's very easy to use. It's good. It's clear. But I think, you know, if we're going to actually start doing regular in-person recordings, we're going to want to have a mixer and we're going to want to have non-USB mics. Gotcha. So that's one thing I decided from that. But, I, you know, I almost went to Best Buy when I finished the book and just start buying shit. But honestly, I'm, I'm just going to do a little more research on what I want to get, not go to Best Buy and buy the first impulse thing that I find. So um, it's coming, uh, but it's not like we're recording in person today anyways. But, you know, down the line in the next month or so, we're definitely going to have that set up. Yeah. Yeah. And the Yetis are nice. So if anyone is, for any aspiring uh, podcaster out there, uh, you can always use the promo code CLONECAST when you visit the Yeti website for a promotional purchase. And um, if you're getting any errors or it doesn't work, reach out to Yeti about yes. that. Not and us. go to walmart.com, promo code Clonecast <laughs> for 50% off KY Jelly and <laughs> Trojan Ends Spermicidal Condoms. Um, what am I even talking about? This is stupid. Um, so we're going to do a new thing this week where we're going to get into the time warp before the episode. Let's get because into the time warp. Yeah, because we found that we kind of when we do this, sometimes we say, oh, we're going to start the episode. Then we do the time warp. And the next thing you know is we're talking for 20 minutes about fucking uh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson (laughs) or HDMI cables or batteries. You know, we just need to. I'm just going to do this quick here. Let's 
it's just you know All right, Time Warp. What do we got for uh, air date for this week's episode? This week's episode, it's actually, it aired on the same day as the last one. So yeah. October 2nd, 2009. And so we completely redo this segment and then we have nothing to give you. <laughs> no. um, so what I am going to do is I'm going to play a song I'm currently accept- obsessed with by Joseph Lutzko. It's called Where Did the Gremlins Go? Here we go. So tell me where did the gremlins go? Yes! <laughs> it's so good <laughs> he just put it on spotify too like i've been watching this on youtube on like repeat and now it's on spotify and my life is over this is it i am going to play this song five thousand times this year where did this come from oh it's a good one all right so that's where did the gremlins go um not number what one what year did that right come now? out like a week i don't know a couple months ago <laughs> seriously yeah it's he's like um he's like a parody songwriter guy did i ever say you that rnc thing i wanna be oh. the rnc remember that know. one i oh. don't know yeah they probably got mixed up with their tony blair <laughs> obsession oh. the other <laughs> yeah then there's the tony the the trial of tony blair the that's a great song as well. really a great song but anyways yeah he's kind of like he he has regular songs but then he's also got these like parody songs that he uploads to twitter and Where Do the Gremlins Go is probably one of the most creme de la creme songs I've ever heard on the face of the earth. That um, one's getting a heart on Spotify. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll send it to you and then you can, you know, it's definitely, it's 100% going to be my most played song of 2021. <laughs> it's, once I found it was up on Spotify, it, it, it's already been played about 50 times in the last day, which is just like even crushing Celine Dion. So it's on. It's on. Like, that is the number one song. Let's give it a little more here for you people before we get done with this time warp. Listen to that. Palpatine, listen to it. (laughs) 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 All right. Anyway, so that's your... And that's our cue to get into the episode, unless you got anything else that you want to talk about before we do this, Adam. No, let's get into the app. Hello, Dax. All right, here we go. Um, so what do we got for an episode this week, Adam? Tonight we got Cargo of Doom, episode uh, season two, episode two. Yeah, so should we consider yeah. this? I've been I've still been just listening to the episodes as like season one, episode, you know, for our podcast. Should we say this is now season two, episode two of the clock? I don't know. I don't know. That, that's something we could talk about in our production meeting. But oh. uh, I was trying to th- think, like, should season one just be us? talking about Clone Wars, and then season two could be moving on to Rebels? Or That's probably should, a better idea. Or should it be, should it coincide with the seasons of said shows? All right, let's 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 just discuss it after the podcast. Because okay. we're starting to do the thing that we're trying to not do by doing the time warp where we get off track. We want to get into the episodes. Get here. into wanna, the, yeah. This is the least amount of notes I've ever had for an episode. Really? Yeah, and I think okay. it's because I watched it on my phone. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know why I decided to watch this one on my phone, but <laughs> just like, oh, that's right. I have this on my phone and I watched it on my phone. Um, so I don't know if that led to me taking less notes, um, but I definitely didn't rewind as often as I normally do. And I think there was a lot of stuff for me to rewind on this one that I just was like, nah, not this week. I'm not going back and writing this down because there's a lot of droid cringe in this episode. Yeah. A lot. Um, so much that I don't even want to discuss. So let's just put that out there, though. There's a lot of droid cringe. We'll just put that out there. Um, but outside of that, fair enough episode. Let's talk about it. Um, so uh, we start off and once again, we have a little bit of an issue that we had a few episodes back where the opening uh, announcer package they kind of put like half an episode into the damn thing. <laughs> they gloss over a lot. Okay, so last week we know that Bolo Rapal, which is a, is a Jedi Master, a Rodian Jedi Master, and that he has um, basically the memory chip or the crystal that uh, unlocks this holocron that has just been jacked from the Jedi Temple uh, by Cad Bane. And yeah. they said, the I think they were, they were very specific in saying like it's his specific job to monitor that like yeah. he's the overseer of the youngling holocron or whatever and you'll remember he's out of contact he's like in the outer rim and they have no contact with him and he's carrying around like one of their most precious crystals that they need which i found kind of hilarious like they can't even get in contact with them in an emergency situation that directly pertains <laughs> to his safety he's but, the one jedi who uses t-mobile to support his communicator so yeah him on the oh, other I, hope, I hope john laguerre isn't listening have you ever seen that guy on twitter have you ever seen god if, if <laughs> look up john laguerre uh to our lovely listeners look up john laguerre it's j-o-h-n-l-e-g-e-r-e and he is the former, now former T-Mobile CEO. But when he was CEO, God, that guy posted so much fucking shit on Twitter, dude. He loved <laughs> T-Mobile. <And> he <laughs> is an interesting looking fella. And um, just just give a, you know, just do a quick Twitter run of John Laguerre tweets. Fun stuff. Um, but so Bull Rapole, according to our opening announcer package here, has already been captured by Cad Bane. Um, now, I which I find very interesting because Bolo Rapal is a Jedi master and apparently Cad Bane just went and caught him and they're just going to completely gloss over that and just say, yeah, he's got him. <laughs> yep. he's got him. <laughs> and he's got a whole shitload of Separatist droids with him, too, in this opening package. So he's clearly like teamed up with the Separatists. And, you know, I mean, he's he's in cahoots with Sidious. He's been hired by Sidious. So that makes sense. But I, it just I really they, feel like you could have at least covered this. You should have covered this. Yada, actually, yada, over yeah. a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And at the end of the episode last week, we knew Anakin and Ahsoka were going to be going after Cad Bane. Uh, and more specifically, not, not going after Cad Bane. Excuse me, they were going after the uh, Rodian Master, uh, Bola Rapal, to warn him, basically, and make sure that his crystal is protected. Uh, Obi-Wan was supposedly going after Cad Bane. But, but, That's the thing that is so confusing. It's yeah. like they had specific... Like yeah, targets that they were going after. Like they very clearly like, said, like, this is what I'm doing and this is what you're doing. And it seemed like it was very neatly setting up the next two episodes. Yeah. And so, they like, I'm assuming Obi-Wan actually probably went after him and couldn't catch him. And then he got to Bolo Rapal before Anakin and Ahsoka did and caught them. But I'm just assuming a lot there because they just skipped over it all. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we're at the point now where Anakin is racing in to hopefully save Bolo Rapal and get him out of the hands of Bane. Um, we open up with a space battle. Um, 
clone hollows in and um, says that Rapal has uh, been captured by Bane and the holocron and crystal are gone. Uh, it's just this random clone. And then we get uh, he's speaking to Anakin, by the way, who is on the resolute. And we get this very grim clone death, which is the first of many. Um, like you see him on the hollow and a droid comes up behind him, puts, you know, their arm around his neck. And I'm assuming snaps the clone's neck. <laughs> um, and this is just a regular battle droid, too. They're getting aggressive. I was it surprised. Very grim. It is extremely grim. Um, and then to keep with the grim theme, we then get a scene with uh, Bola Paul. Um, he's being taken into custody on the ship that Cad Bane is on. It's a um, it's a separatist uh, frigate. Uh, it's like a you know, it's like a freighter ship. Um, and he's in custody there and they throw him in this um, like almost like a they throw him in the thing that we're used to seeing people get um, uh, imprisoned with. So it's like an energy field that he's floating in. Right. Yeah, like um, the, the uh, hollow cuffs or whatever. It's yeah, like, it's in the, the hollow the cuffs. Thing in the, that Obi-Wan's in at the end of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and it's really grim because they're torturing the shit out of this guy, trying also, to get him to open the holocron. They're dra- the way that the hollow cuffs work or whatever that the ray shield is that he's in, I found interesting too because they're dragging him like a rag doll into the room and then like throw him into the force field. And immediately he's forced into like that position. Yeah. It's he, and he's clearly like injured at this point already. Like, I'm really curious how a Jedi master got himself into this position. Like I know Cad Bane is like one of the world's or one of the galaxy's greatest bounty hunters, but he's a fucking Jedi master. Like I expect more like I, I it's, and that's why it's just, they just glossed over too much for me. It kind of annoys me because I think you had a good episode there and you just threw it out to the wayside for the sake of like pushing along the storyline faster. And it was very frustrating. Um, so, you know, they're, they're torturing them. It's very grim. Uh, we get to the... This is a show for children. Yes. <laughs> well, One I, of the droids I, holds up his face and looks into his eyes. And just taunts them as they're torturing them. Yeah, for as much droid cringe as one is was in this episode, like we also got a lot of droid like just uh, unchecked rage and anger and hatred and just gross behavior from the droids. I wrote, I wrote this down. We went from like and it literally happened back to back. We went from two droids on the bridge of a ship that was going down and like, one oh, we're going down, one, you know, and just the usual looks, crap. Looks like we're going down with the ship in Immediately, we go to a next one where he's about to pass out from the amount of torture that he's <laughs> gone through. And a droid picks up his face, looks at it, and says, you will stay conscious, Master Jedi. <laughs> like, that is so crazy. Yeah. Um, so anyways, this ship that they got him on, like, Bane is the de facto commander of this ship. Um, he's the and one we should specify. What's that? Bane. Cad Bane, the bounty yeah, Cad Bane, not Darth Bane, because you know we were. I was reading the Darth Bane book, so we are talking about Cad Bane. God, for if it was confusion, yeah, if it was Darth Bane, it would be fucking over for Anakin. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is Cad Bane, and he's in de facto command of this Separatist frigate. Um, and he decides to break away from the Separatist fleet. He wants to get out of there. Um, basically, they're getting their ass kicked by Anakin's Republic cruisers. He needs to get out of there with his precious cargo, a.k.a. the Holocron and his Jedi that he plans on torturing to open the Holocron with his little crystal. Um, so they the Resolute notice that this one ship is starting to break away from the Separatist fleet and 
Ashoka's like, hey, do you think that's where they have Bolo or Paul? And Anakin's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where it is. Let's take a boarding party. The problem is they have no boarding ships right now. Um, so they go down to the uh, they go down to the cargo bay and Anakin's looking around and he's like, oh, let's take these. And by these, he's talking about AT-AT 300 tanks. And these are the tanks that we saw walking on Ryloth a few weeks ago in those little uh, in that in that little narrow pass in the mountain pass. Right. The same ones. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, so. Uh, apparently the reason that they're going to be taking these and Anakin feels like we can take these out of space because they're pressurized. Um, and they also have like magnetic um, gravity, feet. something a magnetic feet that will lock onto a ship so they can climb on the outside of a ship. Um, Admiral Yorlaren is in the uh, cargo bay when they're discussing the strategy. And he's like, what the fuck, man, you're an idiot. Like, this is a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> but also like, it's not that bad of an idea. I was well, like, it really isn't like Yolaren was like so yeah. against it. He's really weird in this episode, and maybe that's something that they're starting to develop with him. Like we've had some Yolaren, not a ton though. Um, and I don't know. It, it was just a different vibe to him in this episode than I'm kind of used to seeing. Well, also like we've seen him in previous episodes. In Anakin's always trying to pull some shit. In Yolaren seems to be just like always surprised by the fact that Anakin is pulling some unorthodox move. And it's like, at this point you'd think he'd like come to expect it and not be so surprised by it. Yeah. But he's just, it seems like he's getting tired of it more than anything. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just, he's had like, he didn't get enough sleep last night and he's had enough of this fucking shit. Like he want he's an old man. He's had enough of Anakin's bullshit. But the funny um, thing, like I also thought about like, <laughs> he seems so tired of Anakin, but he's, He's in a new hope. Like Yolaren is sitting at the table of like yeah. of counselors when, or whatever. Yeah. When Vader chokes the dude. So it's like he thinks he's tired of Anakin's bullshit now. He's gonna be dealing with it for a very long time. Well, he has no lines in a new hope. So he's clearly just gotten to the point where he gives zero fucks at that point. <laughs> he's just like, uh, I've been dealing with this asshole for 30 years. He's got a, I'm not saying he's anything got a, here. A cush government job now. Yeah, he's got he's got good benefits. He's a year away from pension. Like he's like, ah, fuck this guy. I'm not saying anything. And no, just leave me. Alone. But are we to assume then that he did die on the Death Star explosion? Don't know. Don't we don't Undeter know? Undetermined. I don't know. I I haven't looked that far ahead. Fascinating. Um, we'll have to look into that at a later date. Um, we get back now after they decide to take the AT three hundreds. ATAT 300s, excuse or me. It's ATTEs. ATTEs? I thought yep. it was ATT 300s. No, ATTE, All Terrain Tactical Enforcer. Okay. So they tanky boys. Um, <laughs> we get back to the Separatist frigate where Bolo Rapal is being held and he's being tortured. Um, and they're, and Cad Bane's trying to get, force him to open this holocron using the crystal he has. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You, No matter how much you torture me, I am not going to do that. And this is an extremely grim scene. Like, he, like all we have seen of Bolo Rapal as a character is we saw his mugshot in the last episode. And we've seen him being dragged into a holding cell. We've been we've seen him put into place and tortured. Um, that's all we know about him. Like, it's just him basically in pain. That's all we've seen so far. And he's being just completely tortured. Uh, he says, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to open. You're not going to get this information out of me. Um, <laughs> after he says that, one of the droids comes up to Cad Bane and says, hey, 
Rapal can't take much more. Um, and Cad Bane just goes, are you a medical droid? And it, it's just a battle droid. He's like, no. And he's like, well, shut up. <laughs> and like, then he yells, hit him again. Hit him again. <laughs> and so a lot of pain for Bolo Rapal here. And then guess what? Apparently that battle droid was pretty good as far as understanding when somebody has had enough because yeah. Bolo Rapal fucking dies. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> it doesn't take a medical droid to figure out when someone's going to die, apparently. And he dies. He, he's dead. Um, and like, holy shit, man. Like this, God, there's been so much grim shit and we're just like well, five minutes into this episode. Unless, and like, you think that it... Doesn't get much grimmer than that, but then as soon as they show like the flat line come across, and oh, the yeah. droid says that he like we've lost all <laughs> vitals, Cad Bane just immediately goes check, and then one of the like big oh, big droid boys comes up and stabs him with an electric stick just to yeah, see if so he reacts to it. Just to enlighten you on that point a little bit, let's circle back to the first time we see the first torture scene. So there's, um, we have Grievous's like captain battle droids, the ones that have the taser sticks. Um, and the first time they, they part of the torturing that Bolo or Paul's been going through is these, these captain droids, the, the Grievous captain droids have just been poking him with the electric sticks, like cattle prongs, basically. And so, yeah, after he flatlines, Bane's oh yeah, check. And he just pokes him. Yeah, sure enough, he's fucking dead. Like <laughs> Yeah. He, oh. he fires up the like the electric prod, like sticks him in the chest, and there's just like no reaction. And then <laughs> one of the battle droids says something along the lines of like, it appears he stopped functioning. <laughs> now, for you Star Trek fans. Uh, this is kind of like uh, Worf's rites of passage, and I'm going to insert this here. This is something you don't even have to tell me to insert this, and in. I'm telling myself to insert this in, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in. Okay. It'll be pretty niche. I don't give a shit. I travel the river of blood. Um, so Cad Bane is then like, okay, well, I'm just going to have to get another Jedi to open the holocron. I'll find one. And he's like completely nonchalant about it. He's like, I'll just have to do different strategies. Like, oh yeah, you think you probably don't want to kill the people that, you know, actually have the capabilities to open this device. But, um, it's really funny how nonchalant he is about capturing a Jedi. Like it's some easy feat. Like Cad Bane is insanely confident. Uh, we get to the ATAT 300. Damn it. Whatever they're called. ATTEs. ATTEs. Uh, they land on the frigate. Uh, we get Cad Bane. He's uh, hollowing in with Newt Gunray, who's very concerned about his fleet. <laughs> our favorite. Yeah, our, our favorite, favorite bad guy, yeah. Newt Gunray. Our favorite Newt Gunray is like, hey, why don't you just send the information to me now and get the hell out of there? Blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, you're, are you going to pay for this fleet? You've lost like three of my ships. All this shit. And <laughs> Cad Bane's just like, look. I got the Jedi holocron. I got the crystal. I'm going to get it open. Blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about it. My employer will compensate you. His employer being Darth Sidious. Um, but yeah, I mean, Newt Gunray is very concerned about the amount of ships that Cad Bane has lost. Like he's lost like three, he's lost like three separatist cruisers. Cad Bane, great bounty hunter, apparently a terrible fleet captain. <laughs> They're all just eating it while he tortures poor Bolo Rapal. 
Also, um, do you know who? And I can't remember if we we covered this in a previous episode, but do you know who voices Newt Gunray? Oh God, um, the guy Harold and Kumar, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a uh, a guy. You've I don't know if you've heard of our, him or not, but Tom Kenny. Tom Tom Kenny has done a thousand voiceover jobs, but he's most known as the voice of SpongeBob. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I w- okay. Cool. I did not know that at all. Um, that's interesting. Fun fact. Thanks, Adam. Let's see here. Where was I? Pause. Oh, uh, uh, Cad Bane uh, being a horrible fleet commander and just yeah. losing ships left and right. Yeah, so Gunray's pissed off at Bane. Um, SpongeBob is yelling at Cad Bane. <laughs> but like, hey, asshole, like you're losing all my ships. Are you going to pay for these? And, uh, no, Sidious will pay for them. Um, basically, but Bane realizes the jig is up. Like he's about to lose this ship too, the ship that he is on, the frigate that is currently being invaded and has been completely heavily damaged. So what he says, he's like, hey, you droids, guard the sh- guard the guard the uh, guard the bridge here. I'm going to go out and I'm going to take care of business down at the at the cargo bay, blah, blah, blah. And so he has all the ship functions transferred to his little wrist computer. It's like an it's like an Apple. <laughs> it's like an Apple watch, basically. And he has literally all the ship functions transferred onto this little thing with like five buttons, which I found kind of hilarious that you can control an entire ship via the Wi-Fi on your Apple Watch. He specifically um, says like everything. I want to I want to be able to control everything. doors. Yes. This, that. Yeah, he's very explicit. But, like literally he wants to be able to flush the toilets from this goddamn thing. But this is the type of like continuity thing that it's like I'm happy to see because it's yeah. like, oh, perfect. Like just a stupid explanation that doesn't even need to make sense. Happy to have it. Yeah, I at mean, least I'll it's not like pulling something out of thin air. Yeah, it, at least he's not controlling the functions without them explicitly telling us like he has full control of the ship on Yeah, it. exactly. That's fine. I mean, Star Wars, 90% of it is suspending any kind of, you know, <laughs> you know you're Rational. letting go of reality completely. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of the fun of it. So the fact that they actually, you know, take things that you're going to want some concrete evidence of and give it to you, that's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I ask. Um, Anakin and Ahsoka continued the invasion. They land and they invade the ship relatively easily. Um, lots of droid cringe when they make it to the bridge. Um, the droid's like, he's in charge. Shoot him. And then they shoot well, him. And he's like, I guess I'm in charge now. And then he gets shot. <laughs> before that, like the whole scene where they're they're like approaching the ship on the walkers is legitimately pretty sweet. It is cool, but it's more of a, um, I don't know. They didn't spend too much time on it. I would have liked more. It was I would pretty have quick. loved to see more of that, but just yeah. seeing like the walkers walking on the outside of a ship, and Very they cool. had the uh, the classic like fishbowl uh, yeah. space helmets, helmets on, yeah. like it was super super cool. Yes, they went over it way too quick. Um, yeah, they did, and that's another one of the things where it's like, and I think that's kind of what's becoming the bane of the show's existence at this point. Like, I think we're getting past. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm saying that with fingers crossed. We're getting past the really corny, horrible shit. And we're getting to the point where it's like, you could have fleshed this out more, which is, you know, I I gladly take that over the goddamn Jar Jar episodes. But it's it's still like you're doing yourself a disservice because you're like leaving out a lot of good story here and a lot of scenes that could could have really added a lot to the episode and the series itself. But that being said, I mean, it's it's leagues better than it was just like eight episodes ago. Like, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and they storm the bridge. It's awesome. Like, as they're approaching the entrance to the ship, like, Rex is smoking droids with his dual pistols. And then they get to the ship and he continues to headshot, like, two or three droids on the way in. And the droid cringe that you were referring to, like, they, they get to a point where the clones reach the bridge. One droid says, don't shoot me. I'm not the commander. He's the commander. And one of the clones just immediately shoots that guy and then shoots the guy that pointed to that guy. Yeah, well, after he shoots the first guy, he's like, oh, well, I guess I'm the commander now. And then he And then he shoots him twice in his shoulder. (laughs) I I thought it was pretty funny. Um, Yeah, but it was super cringy. But at least, like... But that's the type of completion of the cringe. Like that's the type of cringe. Like I could take it if it paid off like that. Like, yeah, it, it no, paid yeah, off they, like that, yeah. more power to them. Yeah. They absolutely paid it off. Like, yeah, this is stupid, but let's go the full Monty here. Let's just really go all out on <laughs> yeah. this cringe. Um, so they've taken the bridge at this point, but they're still trying to locate Cad Bane. And it's at this point where there's a big explosion on the ship. One of the engines has exploded. Um, so Yolaren comes into Anakin and he says, hey, I, I, he's back on the resolute. He's like, hey, you need to get the hell out of there. That ship's toast. Anakin's like, no, we're heading for the anger. I don't have the holocron yet. And I don't have this bounty hunter Bane. Sorry, we're not getting out of here quite yet. Um, so they arrive at the hangar and they're greeted by uh, Cad Bane. And he's got a shit ton of droids with him. Um, but he has quite a plan because remember, he's got the full ship controls on his little wristwatch. So what he does is he actually turns off the gravity in the cargo bay. So this really works twofold. Like none of the like Anakin and the clones, they don't have magnetic boots or anything. So they just start floating in the air as they're taking fire. But the droids and Bane have these magnetic boots and they're magnetically sealed to the ground. So they're still fighting from uh, from the ground. So you got like the set of Republic forces just floating around aimlessly, kind of like trying to get their bearings and. Then you got the uh, Cad Bane and the the droids just taking pot shots at him like comfortably <laughs> on the ground. Um, but it is a cool scene because Rex is like, hey, this is no gravity situation. You've been trained for this. And I was like, oh, cool. They actually like that's cool. That was a cool little line that they gave Rex there because he's like, hey, we've trained for this. We can handle this. Also, and- like execution wise, I feel like they're doing a much better job at shit like this. Like just yeah. the, like small sound effects of like the boots like being magnetized to the ground. Yeah. And like some I of those, actually like, didn't hear that because I was watching on my phone, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but just like the execution of the scene, scenes like this um, in the walker scene on the surface of the ship are getting a lot better. Yeah. Um, so there's kind of like it's, you know, like they continue fighting and for the most part, they're kind of holding their own against the droids. And I would still say that the Republic forces are getting the upper hand on Bane and his forces, but... I think it just bought him a lot of time is really what it did. Um, Cause I mean, if he hadn't done this, like I'm pretty sure Anakin would have mowed through everything in about five seconds Yeah, uh, between him and Ahsoka just wouldn't have last. Um, but good thing they did bring R2 with and R2 gets the gravity turned back on. So everybody also, falls down. We also got a, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you were able to make it out on your phone, but we got a, uh, a heavy uh, replacement. Heavy replacement. One of the clones is carrying around one of those guns oh, that Heavy, yeah. our buddy yeah. Heavy, was carrying. And yeah, he had yeah. the full-on minigun. Uh, and he's like floating mid-air firing the goddamn thing. It was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
this heavy would have excelled in this situation because there's no gravity. He's got really nowhere to take cover, and it's just it would have been heavy and is like at his best, just out in the middle, taking fire from all angles and just blowing the shit out of stuff. Heavy <laughs> time of his life. God, man, I miss that guy. The more the further we get away from rookies, the more I miss that motherfucker. I miss that guy. R.I.P. Heavy. We miss you. We respect you and we love you. Um. Anyways, R2 gets the gravity turned back on. Um, everybody falls to the ground. Bane starts to get the hell out of there. Ahsoka gives chase. Um, but while Ahsoka's chasing him, Anakin's like, hey, wait up. We'll take him together. Blah, blah, blah. But Ahsoka just being the upstart Padawan that she is, she's very excitable. She's just like, no, I can take him. Blah, blah, blah. And well, it's, it's a scene that mirrors almost exactly the end of Attack of the Clones when Obi-Wan and Anakin are facing off with Dooku. And Obi-Wan's like, we'll take them together. And then Anakin is like, no, I'll take them now. And yeah. like runs off. It's yeah. like almost exactly the same. And it's like, yeah, how do you like it, you big shit? Like, this yeah. is exactly the way you've been treating Obi-Wan for so long. Exactly. And it's also, we've talked in recent weeks. I'm glad you brought that up because I hadn't thought of that. But we've talked in recent weeks about how we're trying to see if there's any growth in Anakin. Um. And I think there probably is, and we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Now that you reference that, um, but also, it, so I think it's because they're in they were in spacesuits, quote unquote, earlier. Um, but it's nice to see Ahsoka in some grown up clothes. I was actually She's- about to mention that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> she has like a full like maroon leotard on, and. I guarantee you, like, Lucas was sitting in on the production being like, oh, so you're trying to tell me with her spacesuit? <laughs> we don't want her, her belly exposed to space, so we have, we have to cover it. So, yeah, it was interesting. But, yeah, Ahsoka is dressed for the part this week. She's no longer wearing the tube top. And, she, I, like, I can, like, she looks better. It looks better. Like, it just oh, looks yeah. way better. Like, it was a good look. She should go with that look more. Um. But yeah, so Ahsoka's chasing after him. Anakin falls behind a little bit after falling down when the gravity gets turned on. And Ahsoka's able to catch up to Bane, but blast doors close between Anakin and Ahsoka and Bane. So it's Ahsoka and Bane one-on-one here. Yeah, Bane also, he one of the clones that was magnetized to the ceiling, Bane like shot at his feet to make the ceiling crumble. So that slowed Anakin down because he had to save that guy too. Yeah. Playing on um, an Anakin being a softie for life and oh, wanting and to save people. Spoiler alert coming up. He is a major softie. Um, so Ahsoka is fighting Bane in this little room uh, where they're closed off from the rest of the ship. with Some blaster doors. Um, uh, she immediately deflects his shot back and actually hits him like, <laughs> like right in the gut. Looks like it hurt. Um, and then they have a little bit of a battle. He manages to disarm her, so she loses her lightsaber. So then it's just down to some fisticuffs. And once it gets down to fisticuffs, Ahsoka kicks the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, she wastes him. Like, she but goes that makes full me, on. That, yeah. Like, part of me wonders, like, was is he faking? Is he pretending so he can get on the ground to do his move? Or uh, is she yeah. really throwing down that much? That's pretty a bold. That's a pretty bold risk of him to take if that's what he's going for and when we talk about the uh, opening tagline which we'll talk about at the end like i think it contradicts that theory um because i think ahsoka was a little overconfident like you know like she's been overconfident multiple times in recent weeks and her padawan her youngness is really showing 
And I think that's what they were going for here. Like, I think okay. she legitimately beat the shit out of him. And she could have had him if she just didn't let her guard down. Because she kind of, after she knocks him down, like, kicks the shit out of him, knocks him down, um, she starts to force pull her lightsaber. Um, and while she's doing that, she's not really paying attention to what Cad Bane is doing. And um, he just kind of touches her ankle and he's got this like shock device. So he shocks her and he knocks her unconscious. He's got the entirety of the power of the ship in his gauntlet and he focuses all of the energy into taking yeah. Ahsoka down. Something like that. That's what it felt like because he just like it completely like knocks her out cold. Um, so she really had the upper hand on him, but then he just simply touches her ankle and she drops on her ass. Um, Yo, Laren then tells Anakin once more via comm to get the hell out of there. Um, he's like, the frigate is exploding. You don't have much time. It's literally going to blow well, up. And like, since then too, one of the, uh, Anakin was in pursuit. Uh, the droids and clones were still going at it. And one of the, there's like a wayward shell that's been rolling around the, the hangar. And one of the droids or around the, the fighting space that they're in. And one of the droids pulls a jar jar and like slips on something and blasts the, the shell, which explodes and separates Anakin from the rest of the clones as well. I missed that part. <laughs> but I'm just, uh, it's, I just thought it was funny that like it, it, I thought for a second, they could have just reskinned like something that happened with jar jar, the way that the clone like slipped on something and blasted the shell and exploded, <laughs> exploded the area that they were in. Maybe they were just having enough of Lucas's shit. He was like, why, why isn't Jar Jar here? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, like, what needs to happen here is this and this and this. And they're like, I tell you what, we'll have a clone dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the frigate's about to blow up and Anakin's like, nope, I lost my Padawan. I don't have the Holocron yet. I don't have Cad Bane in custody. Sorry, not getting off here yet. And, he, and Yol Laren is just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yep. like, you're literally about to die. Uh, this frigate is about to explode at any time now. Um, and all Anakin can really give him is like, hey, just, you know, get some space between us and the uh, and your ship. We don't want the Resolute taking any damage. In these he basically places. tells him to take a chill pill. <laughs> I got it. You know, he's fine. Um, so Ahsoka comes to in the room that she's in with Cad Bane and she's bound by special. He says they're special chains made for Jedi. Like she tries to break them and she kind of gets shocked. She can't do it. They're they're energy, energy cuffs of some kind. Um, and he says they're specially made for Jedi. So I like that expl explanation, too. And it kind of goes back to some questions we've had. Um, when whenever we see them in these energy chains, like why don't they just use the force and just like yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. it up? And it's like, well, apparently this kind of negates. I'm assuming that those ones, even though they didn't explicitly tell us, um, yeah, these we chains actually, a, yeah, we, we don't, don't need, need a full explanation. Full explanation, just a little, yeah, like, little something. These are specially made for Jedi. Oh, okay, then I can assume a lot there, and you don't need to give me the full detailed explanation. I can assume that it negates their force powers, which it apparently does. Um, Anakin arrives at this point, though. Um, and before Anakin engage him, uh, Bane puts up a force field. So he's basically separating Ahsoka from Bane and Anakin. And what we find out is right behind Ahsoka is the space lock. So it's like the, the hatch that opens up to space. And he's like, hey, I have the controls for this on my awesome Apple Watch. And if you come at me, I'm going to shoot your Padawan into space. Can you save her in time? Can you disarm me? Get the holocron? And save her before she flies out into the nether of space and dies. Um, and so that's kind of... toss him a little bit by saying, like, it's 
I've heard it's a horrible death or he says something like that. Yeah. Cad Bane's a dick, man. He's really nasty. But, in this like, episode. So far, like the way that his plan has worked out, is he the most competent bad guy we've had so far? Yeah. Like leaps I mean, and bounds ahead of Grievous. Oh yeah. Like he's, he's a menacing villain. Like he may oh, yeah, be totally. the, one of the best ones. Definitely one of like the, the new villains that we've had that's been the best he's right up there with the nemoidian captain from a few weeks ago <laughs> yeah like um, actually competent knows what's going on yeah that being said he does get help from like overconfidence from the jedi and just rushing into situations and that sort of thing so um yeah he's very competent for a bad guy but it's always the jedi that always seem to defeat themselves a little bit you know yeah. like ahsoka rushing into the situation and all you know so it's just kind of yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's not to take away from his competence. Like, if you're taking on a Master Jedi, or two of them, excuse me, a Padawan and a Knight, whatever, and you're just a regular bounty hunter, granted, one of the better ones, like, you're going to have to have some luck on your side, and you're going to need a little cooperation from them. But he really does a good job of, like, putting well, watching in it, Watching it, too, I'm wondering, and I don't know if this is the case or not, but I'm wondering if he is trying to assess like how attached Anakin and Ahsoka are because he knew and part of me wondered like when he was torturing uh Bull Rapal, when he was torturing him I wondered like if he even made the realization like this torturing is not going to get me anywhere like it's useless this is not and that's why he like said fuck it and just like killed the guy because yeah. he knew that he wasn't going to get him to open the holocron but I'm wondering I'm wondering if Cad Bane like it was like, if was I kill this guy, then possible. the next Jedi that comes for him is going to be like, holy shit, he actually went as far as kill this guy, and my methods might be effective at this well, point. Well, I'm wondering if he them. saw if he saw two of them, and who knows how much he knows about the Jedi, and if he knows that there's a Padawan and master relationship, maybe he is smart enough to realize, like, oh, if I use that attachment to my advantage, that might be the thing that gets an act a Jedi to open this thing. Whereas like torturing them is not going to work. So that's why I think when he had Ahsoka tied up and she kept saying like, my master's going to be here any second and he will fight to the death to save me. Like Cad Bane kind of smiled a little bit when she said that. And I feel like that was kind of hinting at the fact that he knew what he was doing, kind of like using that attachment to yeah. get him to open the holocron for him. Sure. And so Anakin, you know, he, he gives Anakin the ultimatum here, like, yeah, you can attack me, but I'm going to shoot her into space, and you're probably not going to be able to save her in time. So if you really want to save your Padawan, you're going to go ahead and open this holocron for me. Um, and Anakin, being Anakin, puts down his weapon to barter. And <laughs> yep. Cad Bane's just like, oh, how touching. Real asshole, real smug piece of shit, this guy. <laughs> um, but also, so it makes me wonder, so... Based on the Jedi's teachings of, like, don't have any attachments, try to take emotion out of everything, like, is Anakin supposed to just let him shoot Ahsoka into space to die? Like, what is he supposed to do in that situation? Well, I mean, I would think that he would just risk it being the kind of, like, sky guy fly boy that he is, and he would just attack and then hope that he could save her in time using his superpowers, you know? Yeah, um, that's what I think would be the strategy to go here. And I think that would probably be the strategy that most Jedi masters would probably have to employ here if they're to take their training seriously. Um, but Anakin 
we'll just say he goes against the grain. <laughs> um, yeah. And he decides to open the holocron for him and then deal with it after that. So he drops his weapon. Um, the battle continues in the hangar. Uh, your Laren is now talking to Rex because Anakin's off doing his shit. Um, he says, also, hey, Rex really holding it together while Anakin's off fucking around again. Yeah, Rex seems is, to be a kind of a common thread. Yeah, Rex is a very strong character. He's a great, <laughs> he's a great commander of his clone troops. Um, but yeah, he's holding it together. Yolaren advises Rex, hey, uh, it, yeah, it's time to retreat. You don't got much time left on that ship. I've been telling your, you know, uh, your general here for a while, but he's not listening to me. Um, it's about to blow up. And so Rex decides to take that advice and retreat. He starts, uh, you know, there's, they're in a cargo bay, they're in a hangar. So there's a lot of like ships in there that they can use to escape. Um, yo, Laren says he's going to be getting distance from the ship itself on the resolute. Doesn't want to take damage. Um, we get back to Bane and Anakin. Anakin is in the process of opening the holocron. Um, so he opens the holocron. Bane gets the information that he needs out of it. And then Anakin, decides to attack. And that's what drove me nuts about it. It's like, dude, you could have done that before you opened the holocron for him. So like what you decided to do was I'm going to open the holocron for him, this guy, and then I'm going to attack him and try to save my Padawan. It's like, why don't you just attack him in the first place? And yeah, then try to save your I, It's just, yeah. I mean, if you're, if that's where you were ultimately going with this, like, love, what was he thinking me. was going to happen? He's like, I'm going to get him right where I want him yeah. by giving him exactly what he wants. And then, then <laughs> I'm going, and it's not like he's just attacking Bane straight up. I should mention like there's two super battle droids with Bane. Yeah. So basically he has to take those out first before he can get to Bane. So it gives Bane plenty of time to open the hatch um, in Ahsoka's room there. So basically it just it just defies all logic the way Anakin went about things. If this is what he was ultimately going to do, it, it makes no sense of why he would ever even open the holocron for him in the first place. He should have just attacked right away. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Bane opens the hatch as Anakin's attacking the super battle droids. Bane escapes because Anakin has to go after Ahsoka, who's hanging on for dear life under some, you know, un, under the wall here in her room. Um, so Anakin then jumps in there and now they're both hanging on for dear life. Cause he has no plan. He's just diving in there after. <laughs> um, and so they're both hanging on and eventually they get the hatch closed. Um, how does the hatch just close on its own or I didn't notice. No, uh, uh, Anakin was reaching for like a button. Okay. He's like grasping the door and on the other side of the door, there's a button. So he's like grasping and reaching and he hits the button that like closes it. Yeah. And, so he gets it closed and they're now safe. But the problem is Bane is off to escape with the holocron and all the information that he needs because Anakin opened the holocron for him. So he's got an unlocked holocron uh, and he's just, you know, he's just running off on his own. Um, and it, yeah, that, and this scene was probably what drove me most nuts about this episode because Anakin just really biffed it here with his strategy. It was like he had no strategy. He just let Bane dictate the entire confrontation. And yeah. he lost. Like, he fucking lost. Like, no questions about it. He fucking lost. Um, so we actually get a quick scene with Bane. Uh, he's running away as he escaped when uh, he opened the hatch. And some clones corner him. Just like, you're not going anywhere. So there's like five clones around Bane in this hallway. Um, so you're to assume that Bane has, you know, the jigs up for him. He's fucked. Well, like, there's only two. There's two clones around him. Two? Okay. Yep. 
Yeah, and I only know that because on Wikipedia it says their names. Oh, so what are their it's, names? It's Danal and Coho. Those are the, <laughs> those are the two two clones that surrounded Bane. Well, which one do you think was the one that said you're not going anywhere? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm, I'm assuming. With, I'm going with Coho. Yeah, Coho. That guy sounds like he knows what's up. Um, but it's just a quick scene. So it's just like, you're not going anywhere. You know, um, it, it does play into what happens here, but, uh, you know, you don't think of it much right then. Um, so Anakin and Ahsoka, um, are now running back to the, they're trying to catch up with Cad Bane and Anakin comes in with Rex, tells him to get out. I'm going after Bane. Rex is like, ah, this ship's going to blow up, dude. Um, <laughs> you might want to get out of here. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, nope, I don't have the holocron. I don't got Bane. I'm going after Bane. Um, Ahsoka then, a very cool scene. Ahsoka's like, hey, um, this ship's going to blow up. Like, we have to live to fight another day here. Like, you need to start practicing some patience. And she literally says the words just like patience to him and like kind of centers Anakin. She yells. She's like, master patience. Yeah. Like, she says it very sternly. Yep. And so she convinces him like, OK, we'll live to fight another day. Uh, we're going to go to the hangar and escape with Rex. Um, so they head to the hangar and they start boarding an escape ship that's parked there. Um, they And then as they're starting to take off, you get this scene of a clone fighting Bane on the catwalk. And you see the clone shoot Bane in the chest and Bane falls to his death into the cargo bay. Um, you're to assume. <laughs> uh, I think I know what's going on. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so you're assuming that Bane just lost his fight with either Koho or Denal, and has, he was killed. Um, and that clone that killed Bane there then hops on the escape ship, and Anakin's like, hey, did you get the holocron? Did you get this, blah, blah, blah? He's like, no, I didn't. I was not able to recover the holocron. Um, so Anakin assumes that the holocron dies with Bane here on this ship that's about to blow up. Um, so we get back to the Resolute. They're landing. Um, Ahsoka apologizes for letting that mercenary get the upper hand. And then Anakin says, hey, it's not your fault. It was actually my fault. Um, and that was what I wanted to talk about a little bit earlier. Like, it's it's just another sign that Anakin might be growing up a little bit now that he has a Padawan under his wing. Um, like saying, yeah, I didn't do a very good job here. Uh, you know, controlling your emotions and, you know, helping you to process things properly and stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I let you engage him. I should have stopped you or something. You know, I don't know what he could have done, but he feels like he could have done something more to help her out. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like he's he's seeing some of his bad habits that are kind of being yeah. absorbed into Ahsoka. And who knows if they're trying to get this through, but it seems like he's like, actually recognizing it in yeah. trying to be better about it. Mm -hmm. um, as they're talking, you do see either Coho or Denal, whoever it is. It's Denal. Um, it's Denal, Denal has, uh, yeah, the, the painting on his helmet. Okay. So you see Denal kind of like cradling his arm injured, walking away. Now, uh, he's cradling his gut arm area, like low. And that's the same spot where Cad Bane was shot by the deflected blaster shot from Ahsoka. Um, but just a hunch that that's actually Cad Bane dressed up as a clone. Just a hunch. You are a keen observer. It was fucking obvious as hell. And that's another thing. It's like, hey, Anakin, you're dumb, dude. <laughs> like, even his voice when he got on, like, you could tell he was kind of, like, trying to sound like a clone, but you could tell it wasn't the standard clone voice. Like, it definitely had, like, that Bane, like, you know? 
Um, well, in, so in, when he came on, Anakin even said something along the lines of like, it's strange. I can still sense him. Or he says something like that. And like, I wrote down, what kind of horseshit Jedi couldn't see through this plan? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's supposedly dead. The ship is blowing up, but I can still feel him, his presence. It's because he's right next to you, dumbass. Like, just take <laughs> his helmet off and you, it's done. You win. And so, anyways, um, Yolaren then greets Anakin after their little conversation that he had with uh, Ahsoka and asks if Anakin, did you get the holocron? Did you capture the bounty hunter? Anakin's like, nope and no. Um, and <laughs> he's, like, he's like, so your mission... <laughs> I would love to see this happen in a real military setting yeah. where a commanding officer is like, so did you complete the objectives? <laughs> the general's like, uh, checkbox next to no. And uh, that's going to be another no there, Captain. God. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, so your mission was a, was it a success? And he's like, if you mean by, if you mean success, I think he kind of, he like kind of starts casting says, Oh, so your mission was a success. It was not. He's like, if you mean by, if you mean that I won, if that's what you mean, yes, it was. Anakin assumes he's won here. It's like, dude, you lost so bad on so many. <laughs> you absolute dumbass. Like <laughs> not to mention this. Think about it this way. Let's say that was Bane that got killed there and the Holocron blew up with the ship. You just lost the one copy that the Jedi Order has of all Force-sensitive younglings in the universe. The one copy. You absolute dud. What an yeah, idiot. Tell me Yoda wouldn't be too happy to hear that news either. Well, Yoda, here's the good news. Cad Bane is dead and the Holocron is safe. Here's the bad news. The Holocron <laughs> is destroyed. By safe, I mean destroyed. And it's just like, dude... You suck, man. Um, I, I will. I'll give Anakin this. He grew. He he kind of recognized some of his faults in this episode. Yeah, but he still killed the Sand People, the whole village. <laughs> and he still. And you're really gonna hold that over his head for. The I think. I think. I think killing an entire village of people is something that takes a while to redeem yourself from. Just a. Just. Just. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. So yeah, I'm gonna sit on that one for a while. But <laughs> at the same time, just the cockiness at the end of the episode, like, yep. I won, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, even if what happened, even if what you think happened actually happened, you still lost. Um, but it's even worse because he's just walking right by you and now he's on your fucking ship, you idiot. Um, anyways, Yolaren is like clearly annoyed with Anakin at this point. Like, oh God, how did I get stuck with Skywalker out of all the <laughs> Jedi generals? <laughs> and it's the first time we've really seen like this episode. We really saw like a different side of Yolaren. Like he's clearly like fucking annoyed with Anakin at this point. So it was interesting. Uh, but that's the episode. That's that's where we end. Um, so uh, what do we got for an IMDb rating this week? Yes. IMDb is giving this episode... This, I'm, I gotta double check this. IMDb is giving it a six, so that's a two point drop off from last Jeez, week. That's heavy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't I'm, know why. I'm at it right now, let's take a look. I'll fact check myself. Oh, no, it's got an 8.1 here. Oh, okay. I so must have missed 8.1, which I think is a little high. Um, but anyways, um, okay, so 8.1 on IMDb. Did Brie watch it or did we not have a Brie? No, 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 just no, me. Yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and give this one a six. Um, give it a six. I just feel like they cut too much shit out. And now that we're grading it on different standards, um, it, it kind of annoyed me that they cut out the whole, like, um, 
the whole Bola Rapal stuff of him getting captured by Cad Bane. And like if, if Cad Bane's going to be a big baddie going forward, it would have been really impressive to see him apprehend a Jedi master, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and I think that's kind of going to become my sticking point with a lot of these episodes is like, how much did they gloss over that shouldn't have been glossed over? And this one glossed over way too much for me. Um, that being said, it well, was entertaining. Over, the problem is it's glossing over stuff that would be cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I want to see cool balls over just like stupid stuff that nobody yeah. needs to see, but, and there was a lot of droid cringe in this episode. It did work on the bridge that one time, but in general it was kind of, uh, and it was very, there was a lot of dark shit. And so it's just <laughs> like a lot of dark shit. The whole, the whole thing didn't make me feel great. The episode, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I can't justify giving it a super high rating like I've been giving the latest episodes like it was it was a definite downgrade from what we've been getting used to. That being said, still a whole hell of a lot better than some of the stuff we were watching just a month ago. So, yeah, I'm at on this one. Cool. Yeah, I went with so I went back and forth because last week I gave it a six point five for last week's episode. And there was some stuff in this one that I like more than last week. So I like went back and forth between 6.5 and 6 a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. So I just split the def- difference and went with 6.25. Oh, you fancy lad. What the hell? <laughs> oh, all right. Cool. I mean, I yeah. Yeah, I think we both kind of view this one as something that could have been a hell of a lot better than it turned out being. I couldn't pick between the two and I kept waffling between them. So I just split the difference to... Sure. Settle it. Uh, all right. Light side moment of the week. Um, eh. I'm going to go actually with um, Ahsoka's attire. <laughs> like, it, it was Spoiler. nice. It was... Spoiler, we got the same light side. Moment. Oh, God. All right. No, right. that's, that's fine. That's completely yeah. fine. Okay, so we're both going with Ahsoka's attire. Like, yeah. thank God she's finally dressed work appropriate, right? I know! we. It had that profound of an effect just to, like, fill in a midriff that both of us were happy to see it. And the red leotard looked good. Good yeah, for her. Yeah, like, coloring-wise, coloring like, yeah. the deep, like, maroon. Great color. Yeah, it's very plush. Looked comfortable, too. Like, she just looked like she was in a better place mentally wearing that. Yeah. Um, no, it seems like it's... She seems like a more serious Jedi, and yeah, it's... Yeah. And it shouldn't just strike you as, like, this child that's completely out of place either she struck you as somebody who's making progress you know um so yeah it, it, on every level it was just a big improvement and sorry george your attire choices sometimes they need to go fucking straight into the fire and i'm glad that at least for this week your ahsoka attire choice went into that fire hopefully it stays i don't think it will i'm pretty sure i can see her running around the tube top again next week that's just my prediction, but I'm we'll sure it'll come back. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, you took her out of the tube top. This was well, and you, you know could. what? If if they did, just to play devil's advocate, if they did put her in the tube top, if if it were a, and I I strongly doubt this is the case, but if it were a female writer who made a case that no, she should be in a skimpy outfit to prove. That even if you're wearing just a tube top, you can compete with the most powerful Jedis and you can hold your own and you can do this, this and this, that, okay, I could maybe get on board with that, but I am 95% sure that it was just some dude 
in the writing room that came up with like, ah, let's throw her in a tube top if it yeah. wasn't Lucas himself. So that's why I have such strong I'm 100% that. sure that it's the latter of those two scenarios. Yes. <laughs> I'm fairly confident saying that. So it's just terrible attire. All right. Dark side moment of the week. I think we're probably going to have the same one. <laughs> we might be on the same page with this one, too. We got ourselves a true dark side this week. The death of Bola Rapole and just the the torture the of him. And then also the dark scenes Rapole. with the clone that gets his neck snapped by a battle droid of all droids. Gets his neck snapped on a hollow by a battle droid. Lots of well, grim death on this episode. So, and I specifically po- pointed... When Bolo Rapal, <laughs> when the Magna Guard stabs Bolo Rapal's dead body to make sure that he's dead, like that specifically was my dark side moment. Oh, yeah. It, it was, yeah. Okay, yeah. Very specific. That was really grim. Um, but yeah, just in general for me, it's that whole scene and just everything that's going on. There's very just grim shit. Uh, it was dark, my friends. Very dark episode for us this week. Um, did you have anything that you wanted to add about the darkness of it or... No, just, well, it, the whole, that, there was like a third of it that was just super, super dark. Um, but one thing that I keep noticing, and I think I've, I've brought it up again, uh, those Rodian eyes are animated so beautifully. They yeah, look like as a galaxy was, when you, you look into their eyes. As he was being tortured, I, they had like a few close-ups of him. I was like, hey, he was animated really well. <laughs> it's every... Every time, and I can't, I don't remember if they do this in the movies or not, but like the Rodians' eyes in the Clone Wars, they look like a starry night. Like they have a, they're just very uh, pretty. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was animated really well. Um, but I don't know. It's really, really dark what happened to him. One of the darker episodes, uh, this is up there with like Jedi Master dies death. It's probably worse than that, actually. Because at least that was in the middle of a battle. Like, so you can understand in the middle of a war like that, that could happen. Like, this is just grim torture. It's just gross. It was gross. It was, it was really dark. All right. Dark Horse Hero of the Week. Oof. This is a good one. Um, Like, I'm going to go with Cad Bane just because, like, he was probably one of the most effective bad guys that we've had thus far. Like, he was up there with Nimoidi in general. Probably higher yeah. than Nimoidi in general. Um, yeah, so Cad Bane, effective bad guy. He gets my Dark Horse Hero of the Week. He just, he has his wits about him. Like, and when he was on the bridge, like, commanding the clones, like, he was, like, throwing out orders that he knew exactly what to say. So, sure. yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. Sounds good. You're Cad Bane, too? No, 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 no. My, oh, okay. uh, my Dark Horse Hero of the Week, for a couple of different reasons, is our good friend, uh, Admiral Yolaren. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. He'd be my runner-up. That's a good one. Just because, like, about like, him? he's had to deal with Anakin's bullshit for all, like, seemingly as long as Obi-Wan has. Um, and just the fact that he was, like, throughout the entire episode, trying to call the shots and, like, command from outside, telling them, like, you guys are going to die. You got to get out of there. This just happened. You got to get out of there. Like, he was staying close enough to update them, but, like, keeping far enough away to, like, save his crew. So, uh, that's... He's, he's earned the Dark Horse hero. No, what the tenets of a great show away. is character development. And we are seeing Yo Laren develop in front of our eyes. He is sick of the shit. He's sick of the shit. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really inter- interested to see where that goes going forward. Hopefully we get more Yo Laren being sick of his shit. 
And I think he, the cool thing about had, it is when I watch the scene and I rewatched A New Hope recently, when I watch that scene, I see Yolaren in there, it's cool. Like the connection of it all, it's cool to see. And so as we see that develop more, I think that scene will become even more. It's, in, it's insane how a show 30 years after this movie was made can add to the, the, I know. To the, to the gravity <laughs> no. of the, and the weight of certain scenes. But it does for me in that particular scene. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah, and in one season, we, we've come a long way from him and Anakin uh, attacking a giant spider general together yeah. to this, which seems a little bit more complex. God, and you know, when I was listening to the trailer I uploaded the other day, which we'll talk about in a moment here because we want to get people's feedback, but right after that, it auto-played uh, Cat and Mouse, and I let oh. it run for a little bit. <laughs> we have come, you want to talk about character development, we have come a long way. Oh my way. God. That episode sucks. <laughs> Anyways. You rated that one higher than this one, probably, too. I think I did. I rated it a 6.5. No, um, oh, I just looked at it. No, but I, I meant our recording sucked. Oh, like, I gotcha. Yeah. We, but yes, the cat and mouse suck compared to this episode, too. And I did <laughs> yes. rate it higher. Whatever. We got new standards. What do we got for a tagline? Tagline this week for Cargo and Doom is overconfidence is the most dangerous form of carelessness. Yeah, yeah. And your prediction was, I think there's a bit of foreshadowing in that Ahsoka lightsaber fight we saw with Kato this week. And we know Ahsoka and Anakin are going after to find the Rodian Jedi that is carrying the Kyber crystal. Uh, I think this is going to be a three-episode arc that focuses on the development of Ahsoka as a Jedi. So I think once again, she is going to do something that gets her get, gets her bit in the ass a little bit. Um, and she's going to have to learn a lesson. Then she's going to be a little too overconfident and engage... Are you just trans are you transcribing verbatim what I said? That is going to cost them their pursuit of the kyber crystal i'm literally dancing right now to this movie because <laughs> i am like i'm batting a thousand the last four weeks like i it nailed it spot on but at the same time this also could play to anakin's overconfidence at the end they're thinking that bane is no more even though all his instincts are telling him something's off but he's like no nah, i won and i think we're gonna learn more about that next week when we watch children of the force Ooh, Children of the Force. Oh, God, that sounds like what's going on in that crystal. The info. Um, oh, boy. Okay, uh, what do we got for a tagline for Children of the Force? So, for Children of the Force, the tagline is, the first step to correcting a mistake is patience. Ooh. Anakin is going to learn what has transpired. That Cad Bane survived and the Holocon Crystal is in his possession and the information is now in the mysterious enemy's possession. And Anakin is going to have to be patient with the situation to find a reasonable solution. There we go. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, uh, Adam, where can everybody reach us? Everybody can reach us at clonecastpod at gmail.com, as well as on Twitter and Instagram, both at clonecastpod. Is that right? That's correct. And we do want to hear from you. Like, we, I uploaded the trailer. Um, we do want to do some lore casts where we get into, like, deeper subject, and we are planning on doing a Darth Plagueis episode. So if you have any suggestions of topics you like to cover, 
shoot us an email or reach us on Twitter, Instagram. Adam. So we'll see you next week for Children of the Force. And until then, may the Nick Let's Go be with you. You know me so well. Over here, the tragedy of Chris Bunstead. <laughs>